Greetings, Bite Me Podcast listeners. How are you doing this week? I'm your host, Marge, and you're listening to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. Thanks for joining us today. I'm really glad you're here. It thrills me every time I get a listener email, somebody out there who's just like me, loving to talk about edibles, wanting to learn more, trying to experiment, just exploring the, f- the fun and joy of edibles and making them at home. Because let's be honest, it's a lot more fun to make them at home than it is to buy them. I often find buying them slightly disappointing. I suppose maybe I haven't branched out enough to find something I really enjoy yet, but I'm, I'm liking making them at home far too much to even worry about it. Hence, taking control of your high life. And as we get started, I don't know if you can hear this. That is the sound of me opening up one of my Stay Fresh cookie packages. It's been a long day, you guys, and I'm going to eat this cookie. Hopefully that's actually not too annoying. I probably maybe should have done that before I started, but it's been a long day. It's been a long week. I'm sure you're all feeling the same way. We're going to be talking a bit about butter making tips today. Thanks to Ray from New York, who had a, what he thought was a bit of a mishap making some butter, but it turned out okay. Don't worry. Also, giving the gift of edibles. And that's a shout out to Timmy from Florida, who emailed me this week as well. So we're going to get into that. And I'm just going to finish this cookie. I hope you guys are enjoying really great edibles right now, too. Because honestly, after a long day, a lot of times I just want to go home, eat a soft, moist cookie, and chill. And like I said, it's been busy. Now, I'm still not recording in an office yet. I'm sitting cross-legged in my living room tonight. So I've changed up the locale this week. But it is nice to look at the Christmas tree and some of the presents underneath it and think about the friends and family that I'll be spending some time with in the in the coming week. That always make everything better, doesn't it? Okay, I really gotta finish this clicking. Sorry, guys. Mm-mm-mm. I just need to wash that down with some water. Or, or what do we have here? Some wine. Wow. Doing a little bit of both tonight. Yeah, it's been like that recently. Anyway. I hope you guys have all been having lots of success preparing for the upcoming holidays that are impending. I'm hoping this podcast will give you a little help in that regard. But first, let's get into some butter making tips because Ray emailed me this week. He thought he had a butter making disaster on his hands. He wisely listened to his wife and switched from making his butter on the stove to the crock pot. But In the process of doing that, he ended up with a butter that was really, really dark, like jet black. And he thought he would burn this butter and wrecked it. Now, he was using uh, probably quite expensive New York priced ounce of weed, which of course would send any rational human being into a panic. Sure would do that to me too. But a couple of the tips that he mentioned to me, and it really showcased the idea that I haven't really talked about this before is that one of the things he did before putting the weed in into the butter in his crock pot was that he ground up the weed I'm here to tell you folks save yourself the time you don't need to grind your weed up before you put it in if you were doing this you can skip that step it's not necessary you can still get just as potent you can still get a potent infusion without grinding it up so you can skip that step. I'm not sure if that's why it would cause the, the butter to tur- the butter to turn so dark. But grinding the weed isn't necessary. So save yourself the time. 
And then also know that when you're making your butter, a lot of the times it is going to turn out really dark. When I pull my butter out of the magical butter machine, it comes out pretty green. And if you're not prepared for this or not expecting it, it can be a bit of a surprise sometimes, especially when it's still liquid. It can look really dark and it will lighten up as it cools and hardens again. Same with your, if you're using, whether you're using coconut oil or butter in this case, or other infusions as well. But it is going to have a darker color. And I think he panics too, because I'm sure that his butter was sitting in a dark crock pot. The, I have a crock pot and it's a black bowl. And when you see this dark green uh, butter in a black bowl, it's going to look really, really dark. He was able to fix his, he gave it a few washes and it turned out, actually, he said it was killer. The best infusion he has made to date. So just a public service announcement on behalf of Ray and other home chefs out there. If you've been making a butter and you feel like for whatever reason the color's not right or whatever, don't throw it away. Oftentimes it can still be salvaged. It can maybe not look so pretty at first. Maybe it's got a stronger uh, color or flavor that you like, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to work for your infusions. You might end up with a cookie afterwards that has a, a stronger taste of wheat in it. That's okay. As long as it gets the job done in the, in the end, right? That's, that's what we're really looking for. Are they the best ones to gift to your friends and family? Probably not. But this is all an experiment. We're all experimenting together and that's half the fun of doing all this. So don't grind your weed and, and expect the color of your, of your infusion to be pretty dark. And don't be alarmed if that is the case. So thanks to Ray for emailing me and filling me in on his saga of making this, this uh, can of butter because uh, you really have a gift of words, I will say. And it made me laugh when I was reading it, even though I'm sure at the time you weren't laughing. Now, moving on. I got an email from Timmy. Hi, Timmy. Thanks for emailing me. He's from Florida, another home cannabis chef who loves experimenting. And he mentioned that he was making candied pecans to give as a gift for Christmas. And I thought, you know what? That is such a lovely gift. And that brought me to talk about what I'm going to be talking about next, which is gifting edibles. I mean, obviously, we're all, all of us listening here are into edibles. We probably know people who enjoy them. Or maybe we know people who are curious about them, but haven't really had the chance to try them. Maybe they, they don't really, maybe they're not cooks. Maybe they don't really enjoy cooking. So making them themselves isn't something they might get into. But receiving them as a gift can be a really great gift idea. So considering that we are about a week away from Christmas, and I'm sure there's some of you out there who have yet to maybe start your Christmas shopping. That seems hard to believe, but I bet you there's some of you out there who have still have people on your list that you need to shop for. I'm going to give you some ideas for making quick and simple edibles as gifts based on the infusions that you happen to have in your cupboard. Because part of the thing that I like to do is quick and easy edibles 
And a lot of times it comes down to what you happen to have on hand, but that doesn't mean it can't be a fantastic gift. And the one thing I really like about, about edibles as a gift is one, it's really sustainable. You, instead of you going out to the store and buying a gift from some store that someone might be like, oh, thanks, that was really helpful. And then, you know, you realize, hey, they've never actually used or worn or, or made use of the thing that I bought it because it's probably just sitting in a bottom drawer. You get the idea. It's so easy to spend so much money this time of year and making something like an, an edible as a gift is a sustainable gift idea. It's also handmade. The time that you take to make it for a lot of people means more than you driving to a store and just picking up a gift at Walmart or wherever because you felt obligated to do so. So the time aspect is something that can mean a lot to to many people. I mean, edibles make a really a really good gift for all those reasons. It's from the heart, right? And I feel like people who eat edibles are all people who have a lot of heart. At least the people that seem to listen to this podcast, you all fit in that category. So you've decided perhaps right now, right now you're like, you know what? I still need to give a gift to, I need to get something for Susie and Phil and whoever's on my list still. And I don't know what to get them, but you know that they have an interest in edibles. You can take an edible and package it in a nice container, maybe with some ribbons and stuff, add some nice parchment paper. You know, you can pretty it up and make it look good. And you've got a fantastic gift on your hands that you can give to somebody. You've made the decision you're going to do that. What do you do? Well, the first thing to do is take stock of what's already in your cupboard because we are getting down to the crunch time, people. I hate to tell you this. I'm sure you already know you have that feeling like, shit, I still have so much stuff to do before Christmas. And the idea of having to like make new infusions when that might not be something you have time to do. Look in your cupboard, first of all, and see what you have. Do you have coconut oil or butter already infused? Do you have honeys or syrups? Cream? Maybe you just made some cream for yourself for some reason. You've got some extra. That can be used to make some nice edibles. Or what about oil? Do you have an olive oil in your cupboard or an avocado oil that you've infused in the last little while that you could use to make something? So take a look in your cupboard and see what you have. Then decide what's something quick and easy but attractive that I can put together that would make a nice gift. Let's say you have coconut oil or butter. The go-to thing in this case, of course, is always cookies or brownies. They can be pretty simple to make. If you have coconut oil or butter in your cupboard, a lot of the times coconut oil easily swaps in for butter. If you're really pressed for time, use a packaged cookie mix. The only thing, of course, to watch for, which probably goes without saying, but if you're in a hurry or you're at the store and you're just tossing stuff in your cart at the grocery store, it can be easy to overlook. But use... Uh, look for a cookie, uh, a packaged cookie mix or brownie mix that ne- requires you to add fat to it. And then you can add your infused coconut oil or butter in that case. If you are looking for those, a little more expensive but really great product and the company has a fantastic story is the Bob Red's Mill mixes. I used to make the Bob Red Mill, Bob's Red Mill chocolate chip cookie mix all the time until for a while there I couldn't find it anywhere and that's when I went to making my own which actually isn't that difficult to do either but if you are a little pressed for time the cookie mix can really no it can save you some time and sometimes it's the accumulation of time saved that really helps in the end 
but I really love his products, that company's products, and I love the story behind that company as well. So if you're in the grocery store and looking, that's a really great choice. Of course, any cookie mix will do as long as you add the fat to it. Another easy one, Rice Krispie Squares. They're basically like a three or four ingredient um, item that take butter or coke, or you could probably try coconut oil. might not work quite as well, but the butter. And those are really simple and you can put those in a nice attractive tin and, you know, wrap it up or put a ribbon on it or something like that. And voila, there you go. You've got a really nice gift for somebody. Now, let's say you've got honey or syrup infused in your cu- in your cupboard. Well, we could take Timmy's example and he made his candy pecans with a honey infusion. And that would be quite lovely. Syrup might work well for that as well. Of course, you're probably using, I hope, 100% pure Canadian maple syrup. Aunt Jemima and other fake syrups like that are not what you want to be using here. But candy pecans, again, in an attractive jar or whatever you can pick up at like a dollar store or someplace like that. Fantastic. So thank you for the idea for that, Timmy. Another one you could do for the honey or syrup are infused nut butters. I've made nut butters where you basically blend up the nuts in a blender. It's super easy to do, but you swirl in a little bit of infused honey and or an oil. I used, I think the recipe I was looking at one time called for a peanut oil to make peanut butter. I ended up using olive oil because that's what I had and it was perfectly fine. So depending on how strong you want to make it, if you just have an infused honey, you don't need much. You put it in. Um, If you want to make it a little stronger, of course, always know your audience. But if you want to make it a little stronger, you can also add the infused oil. A lot of these infused or a lot of these nut butters will require you to add both an oil and some honey. So the uh, that's a good option depending on how strong you want to make it because you can add both. But those are great. And once again, you can even add a jar, like add it into a jar that you've saved. It looks really nice. I've been saving up some nice jars An infused nut butter is pretty great to have in your cupboard. I'm I'm not going to lie. What if you have cream in your fridge because you just made some for yourself for, you know, you've got some extra cream because, of course, the infused cream doesn't last as long as some of these other infusions. Well, why don't you try a chocolate hazelnut spread? I haven't tried this one yet. But it is in my edibles, small bites for the modern cannabis kitchen. But you could probably easily find a recipe online, to be honest. But the one in this book does look fantastic. And it is literally a five ingredient recipe. You're using chocolate chips, hazelnuts, heavy cream, a can of butter, and some salt. So you can find a recipe for for a hazelnut spread and... I'll be honest, that is a delectable, decadent treat for somebody. So you have somebody that really loves that kind of stuff. And that's one way to use an infused cream that you happen to have in your fridge. Another one that you can try is truffles. And I've tried the truffles out of the Bon Appetit book that I also have. And they were surprisingly simple to make. I thought they'd be harder to do. I'm not much of a, honestly, I've never been much of a baker. I used Side note, I used to bake all the time with my grandma when I was a kid, mainly because when I was young, my grandmother, we would go and visit oftentimes like on weekends or or when we were quite little, we would go and visit my grandparents for a week at a time and she didn't know what else to do with us. 
she used to love to bake and you know as children we were living in a big city and they lived out in the country and like what the hell do we do with these city kids so we would bake a lot and I'm eternally grateful for that because it gave me some skills that I really never thought would come in handy but honestly being able to convert Uh, metric and imperial and all that stuff because you're following recipes following recipes it was invaluable invaluable lessons were learned people I always remember looking you know I always look back on those days cooking with my grandmother with a lot of fondness and she's since passed away but a lot of fun time spent in the kitchen but I mean now that I'm making edibles I've never been much of a baker and I thought these truffles would be a lot harder to make but they're actually quite simple but they're they're sort of an elegant dessert that you can make and people think that they're really hard they're not like a macaroon I keep hearing macaroons are really hard to do so this is an elegant treat that you can make it's also bite-sized which makes it perfect for making into an edible and I made the one out of the Bong Appetit book like I said it used some heavy cream but if you can find recipes online too it calls for butter so if you have you could also use butter if you don't have cream as well and that's a really nice Uh, treat you can make too again put it in a beautiful tin nice tag all that stuff lovely now what if you have an infused oil in your cupboard you infuse some olive oil maybe avocado oil well there's some ideas for that too why not make a lovely bottle of salad dressing that you can gift to somebody keep the dose fairly low on this one because you don't need somebody slathering a whole ton of dressing on their salad and then getting super fucked up at the wrong time. A salad dressing would be a really nice way. And there's like an endless variety of salad dressings depending on the person you're gifting it to. And often and often a lot of the best salad dressings have the simplest ingredients. So you just look for an oil-based salad dressing. Olive oil or avocado oils are great. Another idea, salsa. Perfect to tailor make to somebody that you have on your list because you can make it chunkier, you can puree it, there's endless variations, it can be mild, it can be super spicy, and you can use your oil to make a delicious salsa. No matter what infusion you happen to have on hand, whether it's coconut oil and butter, you've got honey or syrup, you've got cream, you've got oils in your cupboard, whatever it is, there's something you can turn into a a delightful gift that somebody is really going to appreciate and they're going to be like, wow, you really spent some time putting this together for me. I'm I'm so grateful. And isn't that what makes gift giving feel good? When that person who's receiving your gift really opens it up and has that feeling like, wow, that was really that was really nice. So there's some ideas for you. None of these ideas are overly complicated to make. They're fairly simple. You can find recipes almost anywhere. You don't need, you don't necessarily need these cookbooks that I mentioned. They are great to have, I will say, in your repertoire. But thank God for the World Wide Web. So I hope that you're able to try some of these out. You're able to gift them to somebody who will appreciate them. And maybe you can share them on some time over the holidays together and have a good laugh. I just want to say I thank you to everyone who takes the time to write me at bitemepodcast.fastmail.com. I really appreciate it. I love hearing from people out there who are enjoying the show. You feel so led to email me. Just hit send, bitemepodcast.fastmail.com. I will reply. You don't have to worry. You can also find me on the socials at bitemepodcast.com 
or at host Marge. Host Marge might be Facebook and Twitter, I believe, and at Bite Me Podcast is Instagram and Pinterest, I think. And if you feel so compelled, why not leave a killer review for this nice Canadian lady? I'd really appreciate that too. On other news, the website's coming along nicely. I'm hoping that for the new year, going to be I'm going to be able to launch it. And I'm hoping to do some, you know, some small giveaways and stuff like that for all of you who've supported me to this point. If you're interested in finding out exactly when that gets launched, you can always, again, send me an email, bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. And you can just say, just let me know when the new website's up. And I'll be sure to put your email in there. And if there's any, when there's giveaways and stuff like that that I'll be doing, then you'll be entered into those as well for taking the time to do that. I don't know about you, but I am super excited for 2020 and everything that's coming for the new year. I hope you guys are excited too. It's hard to believe. Can you believe it? 2020? Like, what the fuck? Where did the last decade go? I hope you all had a wonderful decade. Just so you know, you may not be aware, but new episodes come out every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And once again, you guys, I'm so happy that you guys are here following along. So I hope all of you have a lit fucking Christmas. 